Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 169 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Great to have us with you here today on the podcast where we are having another discussion, yes, another discussion about yet another change in the legislation. At the time of recording, it is almost the end of the financial year and I know for some small business owners and managers in their teams. This is a busy time of year. If you're in the finance team, there's probably a lot going on. If you work in an accounting business, busy time. Uh, For other business owners that I talk to, this is not really a particularly important time for them, aside from getting everything to their accountant. uh, Things just roll on as usual. So not sure what it's like in your business, but it is always an interesting point of the year when we do approach the end of the financial year. And there'll be some upcoming episodes on some more strategic things that I think we should be doing in our businesses at this time of year. But today I'm catching you up on the latest news from the Fair Work Commission And this is news that wages are on the up in quite a significant way, actually, with the recent national minimum wage decision announcement. Today, I'm going to let you know what that is, what the decision has been handed down, what it means for you and what you need to do when it comes to your team. Because for many of you, you are actually going to have to take some action on this this year. So recently, the Fair Work Commission have handed down their national minimum wage decision. Now, if you're not familiar with this process, this is something that is in fact embedded into the Fair Work Act. It is part of the act that each and every year the Commission will review wages. Specifically, the Commission have a remit to review the national minimum wage, which is basically the threshold or the benchmark for minimum wages across the board in Australia. And they also have an obligation under the Fair Work Act to review the award minimum rates of pay. Now, those two things are actually not the same thing, although some people may assume that they are. The national minimum wage applies to employees who are not covered by a modern award. And it generally is kind of the baseline in a lot of the manufacturing and construction awards is around the same as the national minimum wage. With the awards, of course, we have different levels, different pay points, different classifications and categories. And for each of those, there is a minimum rate of pay. And and that is often dependent on experience, what the role entails, and of course, qualifications. So every year, the Fair Work Commission receives submissions from all interested parties. So this includes unions, employer groups, Um, anyone really can make a submission to the Commission around the national minimum wage decision. And of course, people are making these submissions to try and influence the Commission's final decision. So what we saw this year was that unions were requesting something in the vicinity of a 7% increase. Uh, We saw that the federal government actually made some pretty bold statements when they came into power last year around 
wages rising with inflation, which is the two aren't usually linked, just to be clear. And we all know, (laughs) if you've been to the supermarket lately, you definitely know inflation is massive at the moment. We've got a really big inflation issue on our hands. And so the unions and the government were pushing for an increase that was far closer in line with inflation, which sits around 7 or 8% currently. Of course, employer groups were not very keen on this, as you might imagine. Um, they said that this would, you know, maybe push some small businesses out of business, that would put unnecessary or undue pressure on employers, which it would. Um, and they were looking at something a little bit more measured of around the 3.5%. Now, although the Commission take into account all of these things, they basically come to their decision on their own based on the factors that they decide are important. But what we know, because it happens every year, is it usually falls somewhere in between those two figures that are being requested. Um, And this year was no different. So this year, of course, we're coming off the back of a few unusual years. So for the last three years, I think, um, the Commission has made decisions that have involved staggered increases, increases that affect different industries at different times, of course, because of COVID. But this year, we're back to normal. Everything's happening all at once on the 1st of July. So what is actually happening? (laughs) What is happening? So last week on the 2nd of June, the Commission handed down their decision. They cited various, you know, submissions that I've referred to, the significant inflation rate, the rate of unemployment, all of these are factors in their decision. They were at pains to mention that less than 1% of Australian employees are covered by the national minimum wage and that only around 20 or 20 something percent of employees are paid award minimum wages. What they were doing was setting this up to say, just because we're making this big announcement today, it's not going to affect that many people. And I beg to differ on that uh, point, to be honest. I disagree. I think although the minority of employees are paid these minimum wages, it has a flow-on effect. The Fair Work Commission's announcement has a flow-on effect because other employees start using this figure to reference their own pay increase requests. It does put upward pressure on wages across the board. It absolutely puts pressure on employers, even if they're not paying minimum wages. So I disagree that it doesn't have that bigger impact. They also noted very interestingly the over-representation of women in these groups of award minimum wage employees and cited the government's objective to close the gender pay gap and factored this into their decision, which was, I thought, quite interesting. So the announcement came down that the Fair Work Commission are increasing the national minimum wage and all award minimum rates of pay by, drumroll please, a whopping 5.75%. Yeah, that's big. If you're listening and this is the first time you've heard that, It is a big increase. In fact, it's the biggest increase since the Fair Work Act came in. It is very, very significant. It is going to push wages up significantly. I had a client actually just this week contact me saying they're having trouble recruiting. And I said, well, what salary are you offering for that role? And when they sent back the salary, I actually had to say to them, I think you'll find that as of July, that's going to be under award. And that is a salary that is actually quite high for the position they were hiring for in their mind. So it is putting upward pressure on things. So the national minimum wage will now sit at $23.23 per hour. So, you know, I think for those employees who are on minimum wages, it is an important increase. We all know the cost of living is increasing at an extraordinary rate. And if you are being paid minimum wages, 
it, it would be, I can imagine, extraordinarily difficult to make ends meet right now. But this will have a flow-on effect, there is no doubt. But what do you actually need to do as an employer right now? If you have staff who are being paid award minimum rates of pay, you're going to need to give them an increase from the 1st of July, or the first pay period on or after the 1st of July, technically. Um, they're going to have to go up, so you need to keep an eye on that. The, the Fair Work website will update all those rates in coming weeks. The old rates are still featuring now. So if you pay your staff minimum rates under the award, they're getting a pay rise. You also, this is really important, a lot of people missed this last year, you're going to need to watch for the allowances and penalties. All of the allowances will go up, but it's not necessarily a direct 5.75% increase. So with the allowances you pay, so for example, if you pay travel allowance, like the per kilometre rate, check on that on the 1st of July, because it's likely to have gone up, and you'll need to adjust your penalties and allowances accordingly. If you have individual flexibility agreements or annualised wage agreements in place that meet the better off overall test, please, please run a check on these on the 1st of July. With the increases we've been seeing this year and last year's was also quite high, it's very easy to start to slip under the better off overall test when you've created these agreements maybe two or three years ago. So please run a check to make sure that you still are better off. And if you pay your staff loaded rates or annualised salaries and you don't have individual flexibility agreements or annualised wage agreements in place, please get some advice on that because I'm hearing a lot of people say, oh, but I pay above award so I don't have to pay those allowances. Possibly, but you've got to have the right documents in place to protect you. Otherwise, you are very open to a back payment claim. There's, there's a real misconception that I'm hearing a lot at the moment that you're excused from everything if you pay above award and it is simply not the case. So to recap, we've gone through the annual process of the National Minimum Wage Decision. The Fair Work Commission have handed down their decision that the National Minimum Wage and all award minimum rates of pay will increase by 5.5, sorry, 5.75% from the 1st of July 2023. Of course, don't forget, we've also got a superannuation increase hitting on the 1st of July. Superannuation is going up by another 0.5%. So your wage bill is about to get bigger if you've got award-covered staff being paid award wages. And if you are paying staff above award, check your documents, make sure you haven't slipped under the better off overall test, and don't forget to check your allowances and penalties as well. Now, if you might need some help around this, or if you'd like to connect with other business owners who are also navigating this tricky period of time, please join us in our Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. You can find it over on Facebook, or of course, the link is uh, directly where you're listening to today's episode in our show notes. That is it for me for today. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, and I'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. Have an awesome week.